Hey, what's up? Welcome to Death Metal Discharge, episode number 26. This is the Death Metal Podcast by a hardcore kid. I'm the aforementioned hardcore kid. My name is Vince. I'm going through the Terrorizer Top 40 Death Metal Albums of All Time, giving my hardcore kid opinion on these classic death metal records, many of which I've never heard before. And now today, if I sound kind of shitty, stuffed up and congested, I think you can probably guess why I got the vid, as we're referring to it in my household. Now, by the time this comes out, it will be four or five weeks from now, so I probably will be fine by then. Already feeling a little bit better. Had it for four or five days now, and finally feel in the mood to like do something other than lay in bed and scroll on Twitter. Basically, this is the worst cold of all time, and I don't feel shitty, but I have no energy whatsoever. So I'm going to try and uh, talk about this extremely energetic record, number 15 on the Terrorizer list, Slaughter of the Soul by At The Gates. We have another Scandinavian band on this list, but this comes from a little bit different of a scene, the Gothenburg scene, which I know very little about, and there's not a ton of representation from on this Terrorizer list, but... This is basically, when I think of melodic death metal, this is basically what I think of in my head. Got these very melodic sort of epic like Viking riffs, soaring leads, and, you know, just hearing some of the records that precede this on the list and predate this, like Clandestine by Entombed, or the Dismember record. Kind of has a little bit of that bluesy flavor that those records have too. But tonally, I think this is pretty different from what comes before it that I am familiar with. It's got a lot cleaner of a tone. The dude who produced this, Frederick Nordstrom, he seems to be like the Scott Burns of this mellow death scene, and his vision is totally different from most of what else is on this list. Like, production-wise, this sounds more like the fucking, like, epic black metal kind of shit that was in the water at the time. Like, that one Death Spell Omega record, or like, I don't know, like, enslaved maybe like some shit like that where it's like it sounds like the soundtrack to like going on an epic quest through the mountains whereas scott burns production sounds like the soundtrack to dying in a car crash the songs on slaughter of the soul are pretty straightforward they have some melodic breaks but the tempo kind of just drives the whole way through and all these songs are four minutes or less in length very simple, very straightforward bluesy metal with this sort of epic twist. And the songs that do have a little bit more going on do fall victim to a trope of this specific genre that I don't always love, which is like the abrupt transition. 
And I'm sure some people must love that because these bands keep doing it. But stopping your song three quarters of the way through to randomly play some flamenco guitar has never made sense to me as a songwriting decision. There's one exception to that on this record. I think Unto Others, there's a clean part towards the end of that song that fits super well like in the flow of the song but i mean even like the really cool parts like the solo on that song cold which is like probably a highlight of the record for some people i don't think that part like fits very well into the song but i mean it's a cool part but like it's just a stylistic decision that i don't love it just ruins the flow of the songs for me but anyway that's just my opinion. And the vocalist on this record, he had to kind of grow on me a little bit. At first, I didn't know what to think. It's more like I wasn't expecting it or like used to death metal vocals sounding like the way this guy sounds. Again, it sounds more kind of like a black metal vocal delivery like higher register kind of like shreddy like shrieky vocals but after a while it's hard to deny this guy has an absolutely throat ripping scream the type that you would want from any extreme music singer and interesting little hardcore tidbit he was also in the swedish crust band disfear which I've only heard one Disphere record. It was pretty sick. And he was not on that record. He was on their later stuff. I think around 2008, he put out some stuff with Disphere. Don't know what that sounded like. It could have been completely not cool at all. But it's cool that he was in uh, in that band. This is At The Gate's fourth record. Came out in 1995 on Earache. And then the band broke up very shortly after. I've never heard this record prior to this lesson or any of the band's other work. So I would be interested to hear how they develop this melodic sound. Because along with Carcass, this has to be one of the like tent poles of Mellow Death. And I would like to hear how they arrived here. Because I feel like, you know, the first couple records they were on probably didn't sound like this. It was probably a very gradual transition just given the time period and the fact that this comes out in 94. Five, that's pretty early for Mellow Death. So yeah, I also feel like there's a whole wave of hardcore that Riff lifted from this album. I think without going back to check my check myself, like bands that were on Death Wish or Death Wish adjacent in the late 2000s, you know, I know that like Entombed Core was a thing, but I also think maybe at the gates core was a bit of a thing maybe that's not the scene i'm thinking of but i do have to say like hardcore bands definitely rip this off because this is very intrinsic to me this feels very much like something i lived through and was a part of being in the hardcore scene even though like i said i've never heard this record before or much of what surrounds it in the Gothenburg scene aside from you know like a song here or there and yeah that kind of like gives sort of credence to the idea that this band is influential in extreme music 
in ways beyond just, you know, the death metal scene, I guess. So my final thoughts on this record, my favorite songs, the title track is fun, it's tight, it's heavy, it's fast, it's hard, it's like three and a half minutes long. Just a classic rock and roll, death metal, fucking hard rock and song. The song World of Lies, it has this intro riff that's hard as fuck. And then kind of just that aggressiveness kind of just carries on throughout the whole song. It's a very aggressive, hard song. And then the song Nausea. This is some genuine, unhinged, crazy person shit with the way that main riff hits. And if a band like, say, Day by Day wrote that song in 2018 as a hardcore band, it would be like a modern classic. It just goes to show how influential this band at the gates has been on extreme music in general and how kind of timeless this sound is. I mean, who doesn't like fast, catchy music? You know what I mean? My final thoughts on the record as a whole, it's enjoyable. It's an easy listen. Kind of breezes by at like 33, 34 minutes in length. It's not like my brain fell out of my head like, holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever heard. But I think upon re-listens, I will enjoy this record more. I can see this having a lot of replay value, as the Fantano fans like to say. So, you know, I hope this one doesn't get lost in the shuffle for me. I'm reviewing 40 albums in a pretty condensed period of time. So there's bound to be stuff that I like and just never go back to. I'm hoping that... You know, I can go back to this one because I think the more I listen to it, the more I'm going to like it. And yeah, check it out. Number 15 on the Terrorizer list. Slaughter of the Soul by At The Gates. Check in next week. We're doing number 14. We're getting really close to the end. So I'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, one more thing. If you haven't followed me already, at DM Discharge on Twitter, Feel free to head over there and hit that follow button. Gonna be posting a lot of stupid shit, a lot of funny conversations, and of course a lot of updates regarding new episodes coming out. So follow me over there, let's have some fun. Also, give me a rating on Spotify and on iTunes, especially if you like the show, that's preferred. And let me know what you guys are thinking. Thanks a lot, have a good one.